and welcome back to Try Not to Die. Hey! I'm your DM, your drastic mage, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola, a.k.a. Manscorcher. Bitch. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> you said, this time you prepared one, and you said that it was going to be good, and you did not disappoint. I was thinking about Land Scorcher on my lift over, uh, and then I was like... Man scorcher. Man scorcher. Am I right? Well, Am I right, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're saying yes. I hear them. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks for responding. I know you're all sitting in your subway trains and your cars to work and nodding in agreement. Um, well, everybody grab your bacon, egg, and cheese dumplings. It's time for the recap. Mm. Last time, we picked up where we left off, with Zola standing outside her room in the drunken drake, shocked by the obvious realization that Smite was Land Scorcher. After confirming the vigilante was okay and that their meeting would be tomorrow night, Zola headed to bed, exhausted after her jam-packed first day in the city. Awakening the following morning, Zola noticed that the shards seemed to be glowing a bit brighter today, potentially imbued with some sort of power. Typical weird shit. Zola headed downstairs to grab a cup of coffee and suss a bit more about Smite from the owner of the establishment, B. She confirmed that he was above board, but kept things vague, leaving their meeting tonight the only opportunity to gather more intel. Leaving for the day, our hero joined the hustle and bustle of the city, taking the honor line once again to the Nugget District, where the University of Aurelius was. Again, the cutest name. It's super cute. And it. everyone there is nice. You can trust that. Uh, on her trip, she got... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. On her trip, she got to enjoy a little showtime when some halfling breakdancers <laughs> performed for the car, only kicking her in the face one time. She arrived outside the university's walls, finding a long line of students getting their IDs checked before heading inside. Coincidentally, the individual who our hero was disguised as, Larry Dilbert. Coincidentally. Co who pulls these strings? You craft this world, you absolute <laughs> nonsense. I have no control over what gets written. It's I send it off to some ghostwriters. Um, Larry Dilbert was in line right behind her, talking to a blonde dwarf named Tataria. He was, of course, flummoxed to see himself, but after stealthily revealing that she was just stealing his identity, Zola managed to barely pass a persuasion check to prevent him from exposing her as an imposter and an unauthorized caster. Though he was stressed to sign up for classes, Zola convinced him that she would only be an hour, and they decided to meet up at Cafe Veracity around the corner. Inside the walls of the Nugget District, Zola found herself walking through the streets, eventually joining a tour group. Zola learned about the various buildings of the campus, then headed to the Arcane Hall to speak with admissions about enrollment. Wow, this, this campaign is just us going to college, isn't it? Um, <laughs> the, I've got to say, the past couple of sessions, just, we're really in the nitty-gritty of very life. Very in the nitty-gritty. I hope when that you're you, all still listening. <laughs> when you move to a new city, like you got to get set up. you got to find an apartment. you got to like figure out where you're going to school. Sprinkle I got, amongst I got, the I need adventure a job, hooks. So. Yeah, I got to get... You oh, got well, a job. I you have a job. job. Well, let's yeah. not jump ahead. Sorry, jumping ahead. Uh, get get out of here. I'm closing the book. <laughs> I'm in the recap now, <laughs> and I'm skipping to the last page and reading the last sentence. We're getting torn out in front of me. Uh, <laughs> quickly altering her appearance to look exactly like herself, but with a button nose, Zola met Dean of Admissions Hinderly Yernenberg and treated him to lunch with hopes to increase the likelihood of her acceptance. She acquired an application after a brief interview, filling it out on the campus screen before dropping it off at the office, excited to take some night classes. Nearing the end of an hour, Zola left campus, spotting Dean Chantress. What a fun rhyme. The striking Archmage <laughs> Dean of the University, surrounded by students on the way out. 
She joined True Larry and Tataria at True. Larry. Putting True as a disclaimer in front of someone is <laughs> its peak. I will, I will on the record say that this is inspired by tiniest spoilers for Unsleeping City Season 2 for Dementia 20. True Clowns. True Clowns. That's all I will say. Uh, <laughs> just a great addition to my vocabulary. So she joined them at Cafe Veracity, officially meeting them as her new identity, Brie Camembert. There, she made some new friends, learning about Balderheim and getting their address in the district to meet up if she happened to get in. Half a day to kill, Zola decided to see if there was a place to buy a speaking stone, and also maybe send some mail, getting a solid suggestion from an old woman to head to Marfin's magnificent magical menagerie in the center of the goldmine district, the Bullion Bazaar. Finding the economic hub, Zola located the beautiful Tower of Marfin, entering in to find a classic wizard space, much bigger on the inside than on the outside run by a handsome archmage named Marfin, obviously, and these adorable blue fae known as Quicklings. A helpful employee found the hero a speaking stone for the low price of 2,500 gold. Zola opted for a payment plan, speaking with THE Marfin to get a temp job for a few days to pay off the debt. And that's where we are right now. Um, you had just finished up that transaction. You decided to exit Marfin's. Um, yes, can I decide to walk right back in? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. You walk out, pause, still in, leaps off your shoulder and looks to be walking, and you immediately are like, nope, hold on. <laughs> nope, I turn heel, I walk through the revolving door, like, I twice, I just uh, circle around just and then circle go around. back in, uh, and I kind of, like, uh, jog, you know, and you jog with just your legs to keep your yeah, shoulders Yeah, your shoulders steady. are neutral, but your legs are but clearly I'm, active. I'm going fast, and I tap Marvin on his shoulder again. Oh, uh. Oh, hello again, Hi. Bri. Yes, so sorry. Um, I just wanted to ask you, Um, I found this uh, egg on the subway, and I really don't want to hold on to it. Do you, do you want it? Is it valuable, or do you want to just take it off my hands? Well, I have to ask what kind of egg it is, because if it's just a standard egg, I suggest you cook and eat it, unless you're vegan. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. I do eat eggs, but I think it's a basilisk egg. You say that and his eyes like immediately widen to the maximum wideness that a human could do. See, I have no interest in it, but I thought that you maybe might ah, have some interest in it. You have it on you now? Yeah, it's in my backpack. Hold on just a moment. Okay, maybe it can go towards that debt that I just <laughs> signed up for. Yep, he turns around. Um, <laughs> you see him kind of hustle back behind the counter once again, heading to uh, his office. After a few moments, mm -hmm. you hear uh, the door open. Marfin exits, passing by some customers and coming back to you where you're near the front of the store. He seems like he's composed himself a little bit more. I could value that egg around 500 gold pieces. Is it really 500 gold pieces? Give me an insight check. Okay. That one. He is doing you such a solid. This is probably a worthless egg. And he's, he's like, what? A, you're fooling him. Wow. I'll take 450. <laughs> His. <laughs> you gotta honor the that one. <laughs> you gotta. You, gotta. you see. <laughs> you can't anger the dice. There's a small flicker in his eyes. <laughs> um, that sounds perfectly suitable to me. Uh, I will take that off of your debt. That will dramatically Great. reduce the number of missions you would have to go on to pay this off. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Marfin. Of course. Um, be, be careful because, uh, you know, I've heard basilisks are dangerous. So you're really doing me solid taking me taking this off my hands. For yes. Me. Yes, of course. You definitely need someone of great experience in order to fully 
I have to go. Um, thank you so much. Um, and you see, he, he nods to you. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. Um, why don't you meet me here around 8 o'clock? Okay. The store close? Okay. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. I absolutely have to go. This, I can't believe I got this. Uh, you see, he wa- muttering to himself, hands behind the counter. I did good here. All right. I walked back out again. Still in the entire time between the two of you, just looking up back and forth like, what is happening? Um, one to one. You, the one two to one you, still in. Gotta respect it. The two of you head back out of Marfin's into the afternoon sun of Aurelia. Um, so stupid. What a fun little thing. <laughs> um, you, you kind of have the day. You know that um, Smite, aka Landscorcher, for anyone who keeps skipping that for some reason um, smite is going to meet you around evening at the drunken drake so right. probably your guess is like okay drunken drake's pretty much it's it's not an all-night tavern so to speak like it obviously closes at a certain point but it is obviously open to those who are staying there. there um so you assume that's fun to live at a bar i yeah, wish right? that that was still kind of like a thing like i mean i'm sure there are taverns that you can stay at like mm. by biker bars and stuff but if I feel like that's the thing that our world is missing. Being able to like go to a place where you can get beer and stew or whatever and being like, here's 10 bucks. I'd like to stay in a room, please. Yeah, 100%. They've, they've, uh, capitalism found out that they could just call it a hotel and jack up the prices of everything. You're right. That is just, it's yeah. just a shitty hotel. It's just a shitty hotel. But it's <laughs> a right. cheap hotel that has the aesthetic of a medieval Well, town. then hotels need more bards. <laughs> more bards. This is afterlife t- material. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. We can't say any more because you have to pay us some money to get more content. I can't. That's that's a teaser. Patrons, a little teaser. Zooming back into our world, focusing on Anzola, <laughs> who is standing kind of on the edges of the massive square where the the platform that covers the open air market that is the Bullion Bazaar. Mm. Um, so, what would you like to do? You have essentially half a day to kill before this meeting. Okay, I would like to um, look for bobbleheads. Yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. You're walking, you... <laughs> for Quince. For Quince. You walk back underneath the archways and look around. Nine. Nine. It takes you probably about like 30 minutes of wandering through all of the chaos that is here. Mm-hmm. Not to, you know, not your fault at all. There's people like slinging foo and like... S- slinging foot? What is that? <laughs> slinging foot. You know, when they tell you about city life, they warn you. Uh, kid. Kid, watch out for them. Everyone, everyone's slinging <laughs> foot in <laughs> cities. Like, crying. you don't want to be in a place like this. What <laughs> you are you doing slinging foot in a place like this? Uh, yeah, so you see some foot dealers kind of um, selling some of their wares. Oh my gosh, they're dealing foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still in just <laughs> does the cat gag again. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll reveal what flute is. Um, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> um, you begin to scan the carts. Eventually, you do find this kind of kitschy, sort of touristy, long um, area where there's a bunch of people who are like a number of vendors sen- selling various kind of trinkets, all themed about like the Aurelian army or the emperor himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a number of bobbleheads. Most of them are of the emperor. Um, a few of them are just like a stereotypical soldier of the empire kind of situation. Like someone who's like, they're clad in gold armor, raising a like pole arm into the air. I'd like to buy one of the emperor. Okay. Um, you approach one of the vendors. Oh, how can I help you? Hi. Um, do you have a, a bobblehead of, um, you know, the glorious emperor Autarch Aurelius? Of 
course we do. He praise him, of course. Uh, come, come back this way. Um, he <laughs> leads him. you over. He he pra- <laughs> he praise gestures him. to a massive line of like all these different bobbleheads in various positions, like him as the thinker and like him posing dramatically. <laughs> Which one would you like? Um, I guess I'll take the one where he looks like Carmen Miranda. Oh yes, that one is a particular favorite of many here. Um, he <laughs> gives it to you. He grabs the bobblehead, hands it to you. That'll be two silver. Oh, amazing! Great. I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to ask this guy. I I just got here. Who's like the hot shit uh, in the glory pits right now? Uh, the hot shit? Yeah, um, who's like really good? Who who do people love? Well, it depends. It ranges. Um, what competition are you looking for? Are you uh, the brawlers? There's there's one named Hoblin who is who is very very well known. He's kind of a um, mage fighter of sorts. Uh, mm. There's also some chariot racers. There's Kerbin the Crusher and uh, Vidalia. There's quite a few. I mean, okay. those are the big ones, I think, in the, the most recent rounds. But there is a tournament this weekend. I think that will really determine uh, who is the who real is next. The hot, who's the real hot Exactly. Show. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the info. That's, of it's course. good to have some names on, on deck. Of course. Um, you, you take your bobblehead, beautifully gift-wrapped, um, <laughs> and you head away from the stand. Yes. I would like to, um, I want to kind of slowly like meander my way towards the drunken Drake, but I would like to try um, and use my sending stone. Yeah. you Are you taking the subway, by the way, or are you just going to like... Because I will tell you this, it is a long walk. You definitely have time for it, of course. But I just wanted to clarify if you're like, I'm going to walk the whole way or like walk a bit, take a subway or take the subway right from the Bullion Bazaar. Because there obviously are stations there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll just take the subway. May okay. as well. You head down the subway steps um, into that, again, that massive terminal that lies beneath the Bullion Bazaar and the Gold Mine District in general. You see that there are, it's packed with people. This is, again, this is like, it is Monday, naturally the first day of the week. Everyone's running back and forth. You've got people right after lunch heading back to their jobs. You pay the two silver, you head below, you kind of are waiting for the train. You've got your sending stone. Mm -hmm. Um, You made, who are you trying to call? Will it work on underground? You'll have to try. Okay. Um... I'm going to try to, I take out the wrinkled uh, piece of paper from my pocket with Captain Sticks's number. All right. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, Now it has buttons. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you say? You have 25 words or less. Although Zola oh. does not know that, I don't think. <laughs> Hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> Did Marfin sell me a cheap piece of shit? Well, Captain Sticks, if you can hear me, I got a phone. <laughs> you you say that into the rock. Look at it for a moment. Sending is my favorite spell it in D&D. It is perhaps one of the funniest spells in all of D&D. Um, you see a number of people on this line. Obviously, you're on like the you're again, you're atten- you're on the honor line, which is the more working class line. So here in 2500 gold that's huge most people do not have a phone so they're just watching this random person just like shout into a rock um (laughs) and you uh hear moments later in in your head captain sticks's voice comes through zola so good to hear from you so glad you got a phone feel free to call anytime 
Hope all is well. Nice to hear your voice. Yeah. Nice to hear someone familiar. The Sending Stone can, in this world, I will say, I'll, this is obviously a homebrew mechanic of it. You can use it more than once. You do have to use 25 words or less per message, of course. So just to, for your yeah, record yeah. in the future, if you're like, oh, no, I use my one call no. a day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I tuck it. Uh, I tuck it back in my backpack. And anyone who's looking at my phone, I flex my muscles up. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> you see some people do cast a look, but when you flex, you're like, not worth fucking with. Not not on today. Um, all right. We are going to get onto the subway, baby. Give me a D20 roll. Yes, ma'am. Ten. Ten. Oh wow! So after a few minutes, like you made you made your call, you eventually hear the sparking and humming of the subway car approaching on the rail. You see the glow around the corner as it flies by. It stops. The doors open, and after people exit, you of course enter onto this absolutely packed train, um, squishing yourself between a beefy-looking man and a lanky half-elven woman, grabbing a pole to hold yourself steady as the car rockets forward, causing everyone to lean on each other, swaying with the curves of the rail. At one point, the subway hits a hard turn, and you feel a number of people crunch into you. Why don't you give me a perception check? Okay. Stilton can give you the help action. First one's a seven. Ah! Second one's a 14. After you get hit, you, like, your hand naturally hits, like, your pocket place where the shard was empty no uh the train begins to slow um approaching another station um right now it looks like nothing's going like you don't see any sort of inkling of what's going on what would you like to do all right i i walk to the middle of the train i pull my sword out from my back and i yell which one of you motherfuckers robbed me Oh my god. I'd like to roll an intimidation check. Okay, you can definitely roll an intimidation check. You see, as you pull out your sword, people, this is a packed train. People are like scrambling to get away from you as you muscle your way in and wield this incredibly large fucking great sword. Um, that that pretty much scrapes against the fucking roof of the subway train as you draw it. Oh my goodness. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 15. 15. Give me an insight check now. Okay. No questions asked. Just give me my shit back. 16. You see this kind of average looking young man who wasn't wasn't too far from you. Um, you see a flicker across their face. Like Sword a, to an the emotional. neck. <laughs> so you rush over. You like start pushing your way through the car. Slows to a stop. The doors open and they look at you and wink and bolt. No, I'm running. I misty stepped in front of them. Okay, you (laughs) burst in front of them. Oh, fuck. I Um, grab them. (laughs) All right, um, let's roll opposed athletics checks. Okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Absolutely not. Nat 20. No! Um, you go to can, tackle. Can still it help? Can still scratch him? Can I try and crit? Can you try and crit? Okay, you know what? I will give you one last chance. Still, and as you go to grab this man, he like manages to push off of you, surprisingly more dexterous than you expected. And you put your arm out and still in cat form, scrambles down it and <laughs> leaps. What the f- And then... 18. 18. Fuck me. The nat 20 
brought it to a 24. So still in leaps forward. I mean, mine was an 8. I think mine was also a 24, but he has an at 20, so. If you have a 24 Wait, total? hold on. It was 18 plus my athletics is 8. So 26? Eight, 26. That's more than a 24. It doesn't a crit only matters really truly if we're on talking attacks. raw on, a, on damage and attacks so you manage to like the, the cat gets on this individual's face you watch as in a shock their skin flickers white and they turn into <gasps> trick you see the oh black leather outfit God. the cavalier hat he stumbles back the cat on scratching him in the face fuck 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 shoves the cat off um but you pounce down on top of him <coughs> slamming him into the ground. Hey, Zola, how's it going? What do you want? I told you, I want the shard. You can't have it. Pick something else to want. That's not in the cards. It's my job to get back this shard. You need a hobby. I would like to headbutt him. I want to slam my head Roll down. Roll an attack with advantage. <laughs> okay. First one is a 22. 22 is going to hit. crit. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Six damage on the um, headbutt. Six damage. You crack, smack him in the head with your orcish, like your solid orc skull. <laughs> um, he takes that damage. You see his nose is bleeding a little bit and he looks up at you. There is an excited twinkle in his eyes at oh. the prospect of having a challenge like this. <sighs> this is not going my way. No, it's not. Can I start going through their pockets? Let's roll initiative. Yes, I feel like. At this point? Yeah, um, we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, they're making a move. 14. Wow, so funny. They rolled a 14, but they get a plus Fuck five. Um, so you watch as their first. Oh, they're going to misuse that. Yep, you watch as they disappear from out from under you and flash appear at the top of the stairs 30 feet away. They look at you, tip their hat. It was a pleasure doing business with you. And bolt. Um, it is now your turn. Okay, how many feet away from me are they? Uh, it was 30 feet bonus action to um, get away. And then they are doing a full dash for their full movement. So you see them bolt. If you follow with your movement, you will see a direct line to where they're headed. Uh, but yes. you're about 60 or so feet behind. Okay, I then I full, I'm going to full dash to catch up to them 60 feet and hope that I, they don't have more uses of Misty Step. <laughs> you are tenacious. Um, keeps, uh, it is now- Thief! Thief! <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, you see that you're like, you're shouting thief. You're chasing after him. Um, he bolts, continues to run full action, um, but- is not disengaging you can take a swipe if you would like so they're like still running ahead of you um within yes. your range yes i would like to take an opportunity attack or wait is this my turn or this is no this is a reaction okay okay Ooh, baby baby 19 plus my attack plus nine 19 plus nine is definitely gonna hit <laughs> <laughs> uh uh they use their once a day impossible to hit mechanic <laughs> I'm gonna re-roll the two. Yes, 
Nine damage. Nine damage. I cannot believe this is happening right now. Believe me, neither can I. <laughs> oh my gosh, we were just talking before about me uh, losing the shard or something happening to the shard, and I can't believe it is happening. The we dice heard. It. They yeah. heard, and they were like, oh, you're going to lose it then. Uh, ten. Ten, sorry. <laughs> ten. Uh, so you're chasing after. You take a swing. You deal some damage. You cut into the, the black leather of their outfit, cutting into their white skin. You see a flash of blood. They wince in pain. Are there a lot of people around us? This is a less crowded station than the one you left from, which but was it's the, still the bazaar. But yeah, you're. I would oh, say. Oh, we that know you're, we got on a, a different stuff. That's right. Her. You got you got on the sprawl bound train, so you're probably somewhere in the sprawl right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like a crowded train station, but there's there's people there. It's like taking the L in the middle of the day. Like there's yeah. you know between twenty and thirty people in the entire station total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. Um, takes that damage, does run their full 30 feet, and then is going to action. You watch as face begins to change once again, um, transforming into a young newsboy, just like a stereotype. Not the same newsboy. <laughs> Billy. Uh, Not the same, but similar, you know, just looks like a, like a typical kind of newsy. He slips in and is going to try and a bonus action hide. Gonna roll a stealth check. Okay. You watch like someone walks in front of them and they're not there. Is an action to find them? Uh, yes, I will say. Actually, you know, I'll give you a free perception check. It's okay. a high, it's a high DC. Yeah. Because their stealth check was insane. Well, I'm really good at perception, so this should be good. Yeah, this will be okay. fine. Not 20, not 20, not 20. This is the one. Five. Five. You scan around, panicked. There's people, like, looking at you. You see someone come up and go, what's going on? You you just attacked someone with your sword? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. What is going on? I, um, disguise self action. I turn into a newsboy with a sword. Um, and I run away from this person and I start, um, Trick and I are about to play hide and seek, bitch. Okay. I run in whatever direction that he was looking in before. Okay. Yeah. You, you run forward, like weaving you as you're running away from this person who was like, what the fuck? You just pulled out your sword. You transform. You hear someone yell, caster, uh, as you continue to run through the subway. Yelling, where are you, Trick? Hide and seek. Um, it, that is, I'm going to say... It was your action to disguise self. Mm-hmm. Um, you That is your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, something happens on their turn. It is mm-hmm. now your turn again. Okay. Can I do a perception check? Yes, you can. And Stilton will give you the in. help yes. action. Stilton, sniff him out. <laughs> First one is a nat one. I'm rolling on this side. Yeah, I maybe you're rolling too close to me and I have an aura yeah. of, of negativity. Ten. Ten. You scan around. Oh my god! You don't no, see that newsboy. Is not happening right now. It's <laughs> just a tiny newsboy with a huge sword yelling. This is not happening right <laughs> now. That is your perception check. I'm gonna say you have an action. Mm. I'll let you. You know, you could definitely still use your turn. We're still in initiative. Fuck. I'm. I wish I hadn't used my misty step before they use their misty step. But that's that's D and D, baby. That's D and D. I feel like there's. You, hey, listen, it was ultimately the move that got you to stop them in the first place, so it wasn't a bad move. Let's talk Dispel Magic. Okay. Because it says, choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Do I have to be able to tell where the magical effect is coming from? Because the range is 120 feet. Oh. 
do I have to be able to be like, I'm dispelling this? Or is it like, I know that magical effect exists within 120 feet of me, so I dispel it? Like, it doesn't say you have to have eye line on the creature, you know? It doesn't. But you do need to know what effect you are trying. But, but what I'm reading, choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. What are you trying? What are you choosing? Sky self. Give me a history, nature, or arcana check. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> this is the most logistic industry. The <laughs> clinic and the fucking shopping aside, this I'm like, now we have to get down to the nitty gritty of, like, do I have to email Jeremy Crawford? <laughs> and be like, hey, I have some questions about the spell magic. Honestly, all of those skills are plus two for me, but I'm going to choose Arcana because I believe that that is what Gorgonzola, like, holding her sword is, like, closes her eyes and is trying to, like, feel what it is like to disguise self and, like, try and put herself in Trek's shoes. Go into your mind palace. 17. 17. You recognize, based on Trick's appearance and everything you've gathered about Trick... You're starting to think that it's not them casting Disguise Self. It's them using some sort of ability that they have inherently. That being said... So they're changeling is what you're saying to me. That is correct. Um, <laughs> let me, me... I do need to look up something, though, now that we're now that we're debating this. Okay, okay. Because I need to know if there I is a magical this. intent. This is... Fuck this yeah. is what D&D is all this is about. All about. I can't fucking believe this is happening. I don't even want to look at you. And we were friends once before this session began. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we were friends before this. I can't believe we were friends before I rolled that oh, 10. Boy. Um, okay. I'm going to say this. The changeling ability that allows them to disguise themselves is not, not magically inherited. Yeah. That being said, there might be other things that, based on the, the ruling that we have decided that you do not need to see mm -hmm. the object or person or effect based on that you probably could target something else if you felt like that would help all right i this is one of those crazy fucking moments where you're mm -hmm. like do i do it i uh think about the shard and i cast a spell magic okay Give me a DC 19 check with your spellcasting modifier. Okay. Oh, boy. 15. 15. You take your sword out, this newsboy standing in the middle of this, like, just, like, running through this station, like, calling out to him, hide and seek. You pull out your blade, think of the shard, and slam it down into the ground. You feel a wave of <laughs> energy flow out. I'm going to say this. Yes. That did not dispel the effect. It did not unleash the gravedigger. Mm -hmm. It did not cause any of the things that it could have caused had it succeeded. But because of this use, it gave you almost a direction. Mm. Okay. You you feel like the target like repelled the dispel and you mm -hmm. look and see heading out of the subway a old man hobbling with a cane. All of these little tricks. It's in the name, baby. <laughs> okay, well, that's my... I use my movement. Yeah, yes. So you use your movement. You watch as this old man exits out of the subway somewhere into the sprawl district where you are currently in the middle of. 
right. I give I give Chase. I okay. use my dash. If dash. that's their turn is that they're walking. That's their turn. We are going to briefly settle out of initiative, okay, okay. given the fact that this is kind of a distance chase now. Um, still moving in the same kind of rate. You rush through, uh, dis- disguised as a newsboy with a fucking giant sword on your back. You rush that's through, you run up the stairs. Give me a perception check. Okay. Are there people chasing me too? Like is someone... That will help with the perception check. 17. 17. You do hear conversations coming from the subway station as you exit it with somebody being like, she went this way. It's fucking, at this point, it's easier in the Underdark. <laughs> the Underdark was far easier <laughs> At least to I could with. cast there. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that role, you do see the old man about like walking through the crowd, not hiding because okay. under, in Trick's mind, they fully escaped you pursuing them and now it'd be best to not be like running you know trying to look sneaky just an old man probably i would say about like 60 um to 70 feet away from you down the street just like oh i would like to um use my disguise self okay I am disguising myself. <laughs> this is crazy. It's just, just like, just like transition, a, such a caper. Transition. I disguise myself as um, an older woman. I have um, a cane. I have a basket filled with yarn. Um, I've got a little shawl on, spectacles. Uh-huh. Um, and I would like to, um, at a moderate pace, try and slowly... Um, kind of catch up to trick i'm going okay. for a different approach now okay are you trying to be stealthy in any way maybe stealthy until it doesn't have to be like sneaky I, you know what i mean but i chill i'm chill i'm not walking too fast i'm trying to walk like behind them so that they look to the side like they don't necessarily see me mm-hmm. until i am uh you know catch up to them and at which point i would like to reveal myself to them got it Give me a stealth check. Okay. Um, you see Stilton kind of seeing what you're doing is not like on the ground, weaving around people about like 20 or so feet away from you, okay. kind of keeping distance, keeping watch. Okay. Okay, I rolled a six. Six. Uh, you're approaching. Um, you are, you're getting closer and closer. You're mo- they're moving at like half speed comparison to you. You're moving just a little bit faster. You see the old man looks over his shoulder his eye widens a little bit. I raise he my hand. Ho- he begins to like try and hobble a little faster. Um, what are you doing? I stop where I'm sitting. I raise my hands and go, look, let's just talk. Truce. Truce for now. Let's just talk. They freeze and turn this very, very old man. There's <laughs> the a moment. <laughs> there's a moment where it's just an old lady and an old man looking at each other. People passing by like another classic Aurelian fucking situation. Where it's just like two old, let's just talk this out. Let's just talk. <laughs> Huge sword on my back. You know, married couples are going through a lot right now. Just like people <laughs> passing by. They turn, they look at you. What could you possibly have to keep me here? I just want to know who hired you. I mean, what allegiance do you have to them besides a paycheck, right? Just tell me who wants the shard. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Nine. Nine. (laughs) I prefer to keep my client's identity secret. That is the nature of my business. It is, in fact, just a job, though. You are correct. I am doing this for more than a paycheck. I'm doing this for my reputation. I never fail a job. You know, uh, there's something really bad 
in that shard. And the person who wants it probably doesn't want it for uh, the best of intentions. That is unfortunately none of my business. I am merely a messenger in this way. Ugh. A moderate. (laughs) It is nothing to do with politics. This world is madness, Zola. You must have realized that by now. There's no sense to it. There's no... There's nothing that logically keeps us in place. I am pursuing this for it is the best path for me. You know what I hate more than anything? Self-indulgent nihilism. And I cast lightning lord. <laughs> okay. Um, that is that is a fucking line and a fucking move. Um, okay, what's the roll strength save? Yes. Okay. Adds nothing to this. Uh, what's the DC? I'm trying to roll with a 13. dice. 13's the save. You strike out with the lightning lure. It lashes around their legs and a shock of electricity surges through their body. You see their eyes flash open and for a moment it's as if the disguised self ability kind of like falters and you see like the pigments change on their skin as this energy just surges through them. Uh, They take damage. How much? (laughs) Yes, and they get pulled towards me. They get pulled 10 feet in a straight line toward me. Two damage. Two damage. Um, they stumble towards you as you, you Wonder Woman-esque just haul them in, um, stumbling 10 feet forward. You are about 10 or so feet away, like 10 to 15 feet away from them now. What's oh, your next move? so they don't take that damage, actually. Oh. I thought that I was closer to them than I was. Oh. Target has to uh, end up within five feet of you to take the damage. Oh, okay. I was trying to, like, pull them in so that I could, like, oh, okay. grab them. But they're- if they're not that close to me, then they don't take the damage. Yeah, but they are pulled closer. So okay. you you would basically you're like half your movement away. Um, they they shake off. They don't they don't look like they're any more hurt. But you see that for the first time, like you know, there's legitimate like true shock. You know, like the others was just like surprise, like ooh how fun. This was like oh fuck, I did not know you were gonna pull this one out. I'm only going to follow you. I'm only going to find you. I'm good at what I do. I might be young, but I'll do anything to get that shard back. I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to pry it away from me. Um, let's roll initiative. Is the job really worth your life? Three. Fuck me. They are first. Having a duel in the city center is like exactly, or in the middle of the sprawl is exactly what I wanted to do. This, this episode. is fucking sick. I this love is, an unplanned I'm, episode. I'm supposed to be preparing for my magic school audition. <laughs> I can't afford to do this. In two days, I have to take my biggest <laughs> test of my life. You see, as they pull for you, they they cut themselves out of the electric band around mm-hmm. them with their two daggers, which they just pop out of their hands in a flash. Awesome. Uh, and they lurch <laughs> forward towards you. They're going to make two attacks. That's a 16. That hits. And a 19. Can I shield? The shield will block one of them because with a 19, it's a um, it's actually a 29. Oh, woof. Yes. So you'll be able to block one of them if you want to use your shield. Okay. Yes, I will use my shield. You block one of them. You take nine damage as they swipe into you, pushing through that arcane shield with surprising speed. They are going to start running down the street. They are, again... 
an old man right now, and you are an old lady. Yes. <laughs> My turn? Your turn. Okay, I will, um, bonus action, channel my orcish bloodline, go into my furious bloodline. This entire situation is maddening. You feel I'm your blood pissed. boiling. You are pissed. <laughs> your sword, like, you clench your sword and it's like Bane. Like, you see, like, the muscles bulge in your body and you see, like, the veins kind of pop out. Um, you begin to see red. Uh, it's your turn. Yes, I use my movement to go 30 feet. I catch up to them. Um... And I am going to try and uh, tackle them prone because I have advantage on strength checks. Okay. When I'm in my frenzy. That's going to be an athletics check? Yes. Okay. First one is a 25. You you beat them. You, from behind, running now, no longer looks like an old man hobbling, but just someone who's clearly very athletic, bolting forward. And you tackle, catching their legs and sending the both of you tumbling over each other to the ground. Um, Give me that! <laughs> I've killed! <laughs> I've killed! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Um, you see, he, he, like, you caught him from behind, basically, so his, like, face smacks against the ground. They roll over... Uh, underneath you now, grappled. Fuck. <laughs> this was not supposed to be as difficult as it is going right now. Um, <laughs> Should have let me take all these feats, motherfucker. Um, that Should have given me that cool ass sword, motherfucker. I want to say that in, that was smart. That was fucking trick in game saying that. No. <laughs> this is not going how I thought it was. Um, but you actually see there is a glint of excitement in their eye. They, en you, you can tell. Stop they enjoy, enjoying this. They enjoy the chase. You're being weird. It's not fun if there isn't someone to fight back against it. All right. It's a little fun, but I really need my fucking shard now. They are, God, they're going to have to use the same fucking trick, aren't they? <sighs> oh, you're running out of tricks, huh? Trick. Shut your mouth. <laughs> they disappear in a puff of smoke and appear 30 feet down the road. I only have one use of this. <laughs> <laughs> then he's just going to run 30 feet. Okay. Um, they're, they're a little bit of a distance away. Okay, so they're 60 feet that is away, correct. right? Okay. <laughs> just a chase encounter. This is a crazy chase. I did not see it coming. <laughs> I'm sorry for rolling a 10. No, please. Um, this is the part of the game that I love where I never know what's about to happen. Well, in my Furious Bloodline, my movement is extended 10 feet. So my movement is 40 feet. So I will use my movement 40 feet. Okay. I'm 20 feet away from them. That's correct. How many people are around us? It's not like we're in Times Square, but this is as if you were walking down the street in Brooklyn attacking someone. There are definitely people around. There are definitely carriages going by. You see people are taking note of this, but in the same way that in any city people are trying not to get hurt, they're not yeah. involving themselves. You see some have stopped and are watching. Um, right now, there doesn't seem to be any guards here, but you do know that there was someone in the subway calling about you. So there's the potential yes. that they may come soon. Yes. Okay. I, uh, my movement is extended 10 feet, so my movement is 40 feet. I do a dash action. Um, I would like to, I will take an opportunity attack to get ahead of them and try and block Trick's way. Okay. Um, so you're basically just trying to get in their way. Yeah, I um, want to like run in front of them. I'll take a swipe and to stand in front of them, like put my arms out like bullfighter style, <laughs> like like a fucking quarterback. <laughs> like, and Stilton's right underneath me like... <laughs> 
Yeah, you see Stilton bounding after you, trailing just a little bit, but catching up just in time. You run by and like skid in front of them. As you run by, they do indeed take a swipe. What an adventure that dice went on. Uh, that's going to be a 16. That will hit. Um, so they deal another nine damage to you. As you run by, They their, their knife 43. flickers out and you feel its sharp pain in your side. Ow! Um, literally finding like an almost impossible to hit spot between where your chainmail ends on both sides. Um, you guys are, you're now in front of them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> can I have Stilton give him disadvantage on if he's going to attack me? Okay, yes. You can use Stilton to give disadvantage on his next action, essentially. Okay. They, like, they stop and look at you as you block their path. Um, I'm really good at wrestling. I used to do it with pigs on the farm all the time. So if you think you can take me, I oh. am so low. I have gotten simply so low. You look like a classic, <laughs> like a luchador, like like down low, ready to take But them. I'm an old lady, but because I'm in my furious bloodline, like Zola's kind of leaking through. I've got like green splotches of skin and like Great. crazy your red hair. Your tusks like, pra- <laughs> like practically pushing through the illusion. Um, they There's like an anime pause as the two of you face off in this alley. You see... People have begun to kind of like slowly <laughs> approach like what is going on between these two old people? They look at you. This is between a married couple. <laughs> what do you call a pig thief? What? A hamburglar. I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. What Eight. It was so, the dice was like spinning between the eight and the nat 20. I'm going to let you roll with advantage because you said you sent Stilton to interfere with their next action. Yes. So like, they're as they're like saying this this pun to you, Stilton is like clawing at them kind of as they pull out like a tiny tart and a feather to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on you. You see Stilton scramble up and scratch at them. As they're trying, kind of interrupting their concentration a little bit, you can roll with it one more time. That's not funny. Not one. That's not funny. <laughs> you burst into laughter, <laughs> falling to the ground. Um, you are prone um, and no! incapacitated, which basically means like you cannot take any actions. At the end of each of your turns, you will be able to roll a wisdom saving throw. So you see they cast this on you, and as you're laughing, they just leap over you, spry old man, and continue to bolt down the street using their movement. And again, bonus action, dashing further um so they they're now 60 feet beyond where you are you it is your turn you may roll a wisdom saving throw i have plus zero to this noah still and is literally like pouncing on you like three three you continue to laugh oh and laugh my god they continue to go further and further and further 120 feet i believe they're technically now 150 feet away okay. because they bonus at they okay. did their disengage they did a bonus action dash but then they use their action this round to dash <laughs> i can't do street. anything while i have tasha said his laughter am i in- incapacitated you are incapacitated okay. two two fuck me oh fuck me another round goes by another 90 feet of movement down the street they are out of sight at this point it's uh let me just quickly as far as i know tasha's in fact proof to in our last game where I used Tasha's hideous laughter mm-hmm. on one of our enemies when we were playing together 
the concentration, as far as I know, does not break if they are out of range. Yeah. So it's now another round. It's Roll a wisdom eight, saving throw. It's been 18 seconds. Yep. 10. You're, it's, at this point, you're <laughs> absolutely, you're losing your goddamn mind. Oh, my mind. ribs hurt. Oh, my ribs hurt it still hurts. in. It hurts. You're, and you're, and this is the kind of thing, like, Tasha's hideous laughter does not force the individual to actually be like, this is funny, I'm having a good time. It forces them <laughs> to is, laugh. This is terrible. Yeah, so you are I hate this so much, it's like being tickled. I never liked being tickled. Just on the ground, howling with insane manic My laughter. My best friend is in that shot. <laughs> Still, it is like, <laughs> So at this point, you feel the concentration breaks. It seems like they have let you go of this comic prison that they placed you in. You... <laughs> begin to like return back to normal it's been again it's only been like probably 30 seconds there's still probably about like 15 seconds left of your bloodline yeah um you look around nowhere to be seen at this point you would basically assume that you would be actively searching for them you'd just be trying to suss out where they, where they are. are it's like and you know at this yeah. point initiative's broken they're trying to find a way to hide or get away from you and yeah. so you just have to either trail them or Go somewhere else. Okay, I, you, I, all I can do. I don't think that Zola would give up. Uh, I will, uh, bonus action dash or okay. not? Sorry, not bonus. I took a level in rogue. <laughs> I'm a rogue now. <laughs> um, I will uh, use my action to dash so eighty feet. Okay. Um, towards where they went. Okay. Um, as I get to there, is it just? Is there d different options for like streets, or is it just straight ahead? At this point, you're kind of on a main boulevard. There's a few alleys turning off from here. Um, okay. You do see some like probably your next dash action away. There is a four way intersection. Okay. Uh, you can also um, I'll let you here's free perception check. You can just like look around, see if there's anything. You know, if you roll high enough, yeah. maybe you'll see something. I want to see if um there are any areas where like a crowd is like looking around like shocked like they just saw someone like break through them or something yeah. like if there's any kind of leftover energy from from what a crazy person running through. yeah that's actually a great great idea 13 can stilton help stilton me? for sure can give you the help action 14 14 you look down the road you're still panting and running furious the you're sore from laughing so hard but now that you're out of it it's only enraged you further um, what a terrible joke what a terrible joke absolutely awful in every single way um you bolt after them you look in the distance and you see kind of close to that four-way intersection someone is like picking up books and stuff like that action surge dash again okay well it, i will say this it's basically your turn again you can continue without using your action surge um but i would like to like not give them another turn do you know what i mean like especially if my if my uh I see tusk is about to end i would like to use that that six seconds to like use because i'll get an extra 10 feet to my dash instead of letting more time pass got it okay so yeah you keep bolting down the the you use another dash yes so, you so move it was another 80 feet another 80 feet um yeah. and you essentially are approaching this intersection um you see that person like picking up their shit on the ground they like finish picking it up um give me another perception check so is my um am, it'll end on your next end. round okay. can still help 
Stone can help. You have to. He he acts on your turn every time, so you are always okay. welcome to. If you're like, I want to make a okay. perception check. With I didn't damage. know if my action surge gave him another oh. help action. No. No, technically not. This okay. would be on his next turn. He can help you. So yeah. this round, this one's a two. This then. one's a two. You scan around. <laughs> right now, it seems this is not like what I expected today. This is quite a quite <laughs> a rush. Quite a rush. You're standing on the corner of this intersection. You're looking at wagons like pulled by chariots going by. You're trying to scan what's different here. What happened? The only thing that you click with is that there's this like young man who seems to be like picking. Like they just finished picking up all the stuff that they had dropped and you kind of put together two things one it is clear that maybe trick in their running by knocked over this young man mm -hmm. and caused him to do that which then occurs to you that potentially this young man could have insight and could help me maybe it won't help me get him right away mm -hmm. but it'll help me get to them like it'll help me maybe get a little better of a direction hey uh um help start helping him pick up his books did someone knock into you uh yeah this uh this uh weird looking old man and then and then he turned into some sort of like 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 schoolgirl in like the sc scholar's robes yeah they're that an evil sorcerer and they stole something from me which direction did they go an evil s oh my god do you work for the guard y yes please point the direction it's official city business uh uh, I'm still an old woman. <laughs> you're still an old woman. Give me a deception check with advantage. Okay. This guy's frazzled enough. Okay. I am also in disguise, but I'm on the case. That's true. You're an old lady. Um, okay. First one is a five. Second one is a five. Double fives? Double fives, baby. It was actually double sixes, but I have minus one to persuasion, as you as, my, I, as you may remember. As I may remember. Um, for well, the last and you know, 20, 27 episodes. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he looks you up and down. You're an old lady. You are, mm -hmm, you are bearing mm -hmm. no imperial insignias. Mm -hmm. um, what is... Be honest with me. What does he owe you money or something? Or Okay, he mugged me on the train. But he took something important from me. I gotta get my shit back, man. Look, old lady. I Last time I saw he he went... He, or she or... Or they, and I don't want to misgender them. Headed down um, this this street over here, um, and they gesture to the one that's uh, off to the left of the street corner that you're on. Appreciate you. I finished picking up his books and <laughs> hustle. You hustle off. <laughs> um, it is now essentially, if we're still kind of counting initiative, yes. so to speak. It is your turn. Give me a perception check with advantage. Okay. Um, I also would like to. No, actually, I won't use. I was thinking about using my second wind, but I'll wait till I get more hurt. First one's an eighteen. 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 You look and you see not far from you, um, entering into a cafe on the corner, is a young woman, probably, um, you know, maybe eighteen-ish. Uh, heading in, wearing scholar's robes, the red and gold of the University of Aurelia. All right. Um, I At would... this point, I'll say that your your bloodline rage ends. Yes. Give me a d20 roll. Okay. Ten. Yep, it's ten or lower, so I have to make the attack. Okay, there is just a young per like young oh, man walking no. by. Roll an attack. I'm sorry. Thirteen. Uh, roll your damage. Solo's having a no good, very this bad day. This is for sure the worst that thing that could have happened. Nine. You swing your sword out and cut this man's head off. He had 
It's a commoner. They have four hit points. You just dealt their max hit points double. No. Yes. I... Still in, <laughs> sitting there on the ground next to you, mouth open as this man's body tumbles to the ground. No. Yes. I'm so sorry. Uh... Wow. Okay. Gorgonzola is not okay with this. Yeah, this is bad. This is bad. Gorgonzola looks between the body of the person in front of her and the cafe door. And goes shit, 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 shit. And grabs the head and the body and starts trying to pull them into like an alley. Okay. Um, you are in the sprawl. This is a relatively busy intersection. I'm gonna say that someone definitely saw you swing your sword um, and decapitate someone. Um, you def you hear some screams and like, oh my god, like panic on the streets. Give me a stealth check. Nine. You're, you just grab the body and the head. You put it under your arm like a football and begin to drag it into the alley. You are probably not stealthed. You're going to have to make a decision here. You're either going to have to try and, like, get somehow back to where you need to be with the body or ditch the body and bolt. Um, I think probably Zola, like, ho hoping that... Like, she doesn't understand a whole lot about her magic yet, so she gets on her hands and knees and tries to use heroism on this man's fully dead body. Okay. You cast heroism. Um, you, pre you, like, place, you lay his body down. You put his head, like, back where it could be. Uh, you press your hands on there. There's just blood covering them now. Um, you attempt to cast heroism. Um, don't think it would do anything. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately. That's what Gorgonzola would do. The magic fizzles. Does not work. You are, you are just kneeling over this body. You hear screams and voices, people coming. You've got maybe ten seconds to decide your next move. Um, I run away, and I, um, through my tears, pull out my speaking stone and try to dial Captain Sticks' number. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, you bolt away, um, back out of the alley. You see people scream, be like, there she is, there she is, she's the one, get her! Immediately, like, you just have no time to, like, look back at this. You've got to get away from here. You didn't mean to do this, but it's been done. You ha- like, what are you gonna do? You're panicking, you're running away. Um, you rip out the speaking stone. What do you say? Captain Sticks. Trick has the shard I killed a man I don't know what to do I don't know if you'll know either sorry you're still running down the street um, still in scampering after you like occasionally looking back just absolutely panicked and if I can, you know, maybe use my ring of disguise to yes. throw on a different 
Yeah. Disguise. Uh, give me another stealth check. Yes. Um, um, I turn into um like a working guy mm-hmm. with like a. You look like Mario. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You look like, like Mario. From... Jeans on. Yeah. Um, you transform yourself and continue running. I am burning bridges in the city, you, man. Uh, this is go. You you went from being a. It was what yesterday you arrived and like you've ne- since then <laughs> cast like several times in front of people and accidentally killed a commoner. I don't. Uh, you continue to run. I have a lot of options here, man. Give me a survival check as you're trying. You're not only yeah. running, but you're also trying to like navigate while in this panic state 19 19 you bolt through the streets the hot aurelian sun overhead panics your mind's racing you keep seeing images of that man's head just tumbling off his shoulders you keep thinking about how this is all this all started because you wouldn't give up on trying to get the shard back now you're thinking to yourself like could there have been another way could i have done something else is what what what's what did i miss what did i choose wrong how did i get here you're panicked you're running for your life um eventually you do after literally like 30 or so minutes of like scampering through and like taking breaths you find that you're probably near the drunken drake at this point give me another stealth check as you're running through not one not one yeah what is that my third not one this episode i am in disbelief by i we need to get you some new dice. In fact, I'm going to let you roll with one of mine for whatever your next yeah, roll is. fuck these dice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you turn the corner um, and you see the drunken, you see the drunken Drake not looking too busy right now. Maybe like one or so people in there just drinking early in the afternoon. You burst through the doors. You head in. You see B looks up at you and sees that you are pretty much covered in blood. And I'm disguised. Oh, yeah. and you But you don't look like yourself. I wonder. I think I'm going to say that because it's a disguise, it, the blood would be on you, Zola, and not on the false image illusion that is over you. That's like in so, front of me. Yeah. Right. So you burst in, Mario the plumber, um, run up to the bar. Uh, hi, can I help you, sir? Hey, it's Zola. Sorry. Oh. I, I just needed a cover real quick but i'm just she's gonna roll an insight check i need you to roll a deception check okay four what did you do we should really talk about it after the bar closes but you'll be you're fine uh she looks out onto the street and it's at this point you see what looks to be a probably six or so imperial centurion guards um heading down towards the drunken drake just let me get my stuff. I yeah. promise you won't see me again. Yeah, I think that's the move. Yeah. Okay. I bolt up the stairs. Okay. I um as I am um running into throwing my door open, yeah, I slam it I again. throw a crock at Smite's door, like on my way. <laughs> Tumbles to the ground. You run in your room, begin packing your stuff. Throwing the my door shit together. Cracks open. What? Yo. What? Uh, heat's coming. I gotta go fast. Heat's coming? You shit's, brought them here? Shit's going down. I need Fuck. your help. <sighs> Fuck. Um, you see the door opens. <laughs> I'm just Sm- throwing my things. It's for the good of Emeralia. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you see Smite opens the door. He is dressed 
pretty much as Land Scorcher. It, it occurs to you that perhaps he has very few outfits. Um, <laughs> um, it's, this one has been recently tailored. It doesn't look like it was a good job. Definitely patchwork. Um, he's, you know, classic, handsome. His, his tan skin, shock of white hair and white blue eyes. He looks at you. How many? Six, at least. He, like, turns and looks out the window. He sees the guards who are now, you, like, probably within, like, 15 feet, about to essentially enter the drunken drake. <sighs> B's not going to like this. You see he... Yeah, I don't know if I'm getting my deposit on the room back. <laughs> I'm going to be fully honest with you. She did whisper no refunds. She's not about that. Oh, you, okay. You paid up front. You pay the price. Stilton, pass me that sock. <laughs> <laughs> Scrambling around. He looks out the window. B's not going to like this. You see, he pushes the window open, points down towards them, and snaps his finger. A ball of fire engulfs these six guards. These were not beefy boys like the ones you felt. These were like that one that fell in one hit. Um, He's going to roll his damage. Noah. This is what I planned today. I don't know what you're talking about. Um... I need not roll anymore. The smoke clears, and just like the other night, skeletons and centurion armor lay on the ground. People, again, the streets are, like, screaming, like, oh, my God, an explosion. Like, panic is through the streets. He turns to you. You're basically a domestic terrorist now. We can talk about that later. Follow me. Okay. Uh, And he, like, bolts down the hallway. Um, You see he heads down the stairs, and you see B is, like, staring out on the street where the smoking remains are. She turns back to Smite, a searing look of fury on her face. He goes, I'm sorry, I swear to God, uh, I don't think it's traceable to here. He pulls the mask out from his pocket, pulls it over his head. You can keep my deposit. Sorry, B. I'm going to. Al is literally sitting there, like, beer in hand, has watched this entire thing, is like, <sighs> Aurelia takes a sip. <laughs> um, you, he grabs your hand and pulls you into the bathroom. Um, in the bathroom, you haven't been in here before, aside from... Because there's, you know, there's bathrooms on the second floor, yeah. that kind of shared communal bathroom. Um, you head in here. There's a small glass window that he climbs up on the toilet and pushes open, offers you a hand. Grab it. Grab it. He pulls you. He pulls you up, and you help yourself climb in, out, and you fall into the alley beside the drunken Drake. He climbs out and easily, like, deftly lands. Looks at you. <sighs> Do you have a safe space? In this city, nowhere safe. But there might be somewhere we can hide for a bit. Follow me. Bring me to the back cave. Bring what? Uh, he grabs your <laughs> hand, um, bolts down the alley, takes a few back turns until you see a sewer grate. They slide over to it and go, help me with this. Yeah. Get their fingers under it and you two of you raise it and slide it over. Um, he just hops down, definitely three point landing, um, looks up at you, follow me, and begins to bolt down the sun. The I'll look at where the shard used to be. It's like deja vu, Scram. And I hop into the sewer. You hop into the sewer. And I think that is where we're going to end our episode today. Roll for trauma. Two. Two. I can't tell if that's good or bad. Two trauma. Two trauma. Thank you again for listening to this episode Thank of Try Not to for Die. Listening. Sorry about the dark turn there, everybody. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. I. We were 
if this is not an incentive to to sign up for the fucking Patreon, Patreon. let's freak the fuck out over this because we're gonna have to take we're gonna have to take this step by step and talk about where it all went wrong. I'm 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 curious. I don't. It feels like I didn't take my medicine today. That's where it's the craze I feel right now. Wow. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, At try not to die pod. Follow us on the thing. Yeah. Uh, do Tweet that. Tweet at us. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Yeah. Any feedback you want to DM me, I will fully take it. Any <laughs> advice that you may have in a scenario like this. I will take it. A special thank you to our Eldritch patrons. Please keep giving us the powers you imbue us, uh, especially our tryhards and up. Keep listening for your shout outs at the end. Um, if you would like to support us, and again, hear this, whatever this crazy afterlife episode is going to be, um, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Um, that's all the plugs I have. Uh, thank you once again for listening. Try not to die. Yikes. All hail our Eldritch patrons, especially Andrew, Anita, Becca, Colleen, Claire, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, Nicole, Paige, Patrick, and of course, our producer daddy, Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your name. Try not to die.